like a more muscular, <laughs> like a, a more muscular, shorter Jason Statham. So what you're telling me Ryan is this Dunn. guy got laid a lot. A ton. I guarantee yeah. that guy got laid a lot. <laughs> Wait, I would have sucked his dick if he told me to. <laughs> <laughs> and there is the clip for this week. <laughs> but, but we're only going to say no. Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding, episode 123. Of course, our acclaimed producer, Scott McNally, and my lovely co host, Dusty Henshaw. What's going on, guys? Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. There you go. That's the plan anyways. So we're off to a running start here. How are you doing, Dusty? What's going on? Oh, you know, same old. Just uh, living the dream. I got some new shirts, which are kind of cool. Nice. Blue. Yeah. Nice. I don't, you know, we shocked the world a little bit. I think no one knew what was coming. <laughs> Especially after our last episode, they were like, fuck, who could it be? Ron didn't even know. And obviously, you're blindsided. I thought, I thought you were signing with one of those, like, kind of young hipster brands. I thought about it. That, you know, I was like, you know, they probably need an old fucker to ruin this whole mess. But, uh, right. Yeah. Which, it's by the funny. way, speaking of that, I got it. We have to discuss this. So there's a kid, and, and preemptively, no hate. I'm very happy. Confusion. I'm very happy that Dusty mm-hmm. has something right off the bat. Yeah, I'm, I'm already fired up today. So there's okay. a guy that goes to my gym in Arizona. He's got a nice little following, good following, young kid. He looks like a 20-year-old. Supposed to look, you know, got some abs, weighs 170 pounds. Um, looks good. Got like 80,000 followers, and I see, oh, he's got a YouTube. Bet you that's where the followers come from. Let's go check out a video. So I, I feel like I was watching Blair Witch. Because he was actually filming himself. He's walking around the house like this. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I, I'm going to show you guys my supplements. Uh, this one here, I think it's supposed to help with muscle. Um, and then this one here is pretty good, too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. Um, I'm, I'm almost certain it helps with muscle. I'm like, and then, and then I'm reading the comments. They're like, bro, thank you so much for the information. I'm like, <laughs> What did he say? <laughs> so I was like, and this, these are the, like, it, I mean, and I, again, like, I can't hate, like, it works. I just don't speak dumb. I don't, I don't, I mean, literally, like, I used to follow people who I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I, I, I watched the whole video, and the only thing I got was nauseous from the video moving around. Right. And I was like, wow, I mean, this is very confusing. So that's, that's you know, you're, I was trying to research to say, okay, what are these young guys doing that us old fuckers haven't figured out? So when you see my Blair Witch video, don't watch it, but I'm probably going to get a lot of hits. <laughs> right. I'm going to do the flashlight, stop. though, and I'm going to be out in the fucking woods, too. <laughs> and guys, make sure you try the all in. <laughs> right. It's going to be great. Right. In black and white. <laughs> yes, it's going to be great. So that's that's my plan. Well, that goes back to what Mike Rashid always used to tell me. Just do content. It doesn't even matter if it's good. Just put it out. It was not good, and it, it worked. Just post. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. You know, the amount of stuff that I shoot, like especially the last couple of weeks with me kind of being mm-hmm. like, you know, irritated and shit. 
<clears throat> the amount of stories that I have filmed and then not posted because I was like, ah, I better not post that. I sound a little too angry or, you know, I wasn't holding it right or I didn't quite say exactly what I want to say or I forgot that one little detail that might confuse someone and make them think this, you know, I was like so cautious about everything I posted. And then I see some people just throwing shit all over the fucking place. Yeah. And I'm damn, you're like cringing at half of it. Oh, geez. Fuck, what are you posting? Something will stick. Yeah. Something will stick. Something will stick. Yeah, I yeah. guess. So, you know, and maybe they they get the last laugh. Maybe, you know what I mean? I'm amazed. You don't even have to research. I mean, literally when I, when I tell you I'm being, I, I wanted to send it to you. It was so funny. Cause he literally goes, I'm pretty sure that that's what this one does. And that's what he, I'm on 20 sure. supplements. I'm pretty sure that this one is helping with my front delt. Yeah. yeah well, and, then, and then the one he was like, it was funny too, because he goes, I've been using this for a while. I don't really think it does anything, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It was fascinating. So, yeah, there was that. Um, another breakthrough, Ron, you did not lie. And everyone's going to try to call me on it. So leaving my previous sponsor was a little stressful because I loved their pre-workout. And quite openly, I hated madness. You know that the old one. It was yeah, just it was caffeine. just a pure stem. Yeah, it was just <laughs> yeah. A pure stem. So I still had leftover of my old one. I was using it throughout the week, and then finally for arms, I was like, "All right, we're going to try the all in. We're going to go for it." I went for it. I'm now giving away samples at the gym. I'm like, "Dude, try this shit." It's a, really, it's a good one. I'm doing. I'll you haven't tried it, Scott? I'll I'll get you one. Like so, I do a half a scoop though, because I did a whole scoop on Arm Day. Yeah, which was fine for arms, but it would have been too much for me. Like for a bigger body part, I wouldn't have been breathing. That was going to be my um, question. I know there's people out there that are like, "Man, I take two scoops every." I couldn't. I couldn't do that with that. any pre workout nowadays. You know, I take no. less than a full scoop of all in. I take like three quarters of a scoop. <laughs> You're almost all in. I would be all in if I hadn't been burned before by other women. <laughs> <laughs> I take it as deep. I had my heart broken a couple times, all. so I'm just three quarters of a scoop. <laughs> yeah. you know? I'm not adding I'm anything be- else, so I'm not cheating on that product. I'm just, oh, so that's the other, but that's the other thing. So it's now saved me a million dollars because I don't need my Red Bull. Oh, whoa. Whoa. What are you going to do with the Red Bull sponsorship then? Well, I'll still take the, the money. money. Oh, I'll just lie like people do. You're going to sell know, the like Red people. Bull out of the trunk of your car <laughs> at the gym? Yeah, it's like, I mean, I just do what the people from Redcon do. Like, this is so good. And just take the money. Um, just take was the that out loud? Days? You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I got something. I, I got to show this to you guys. Perfect timing, by the way. So <laughs> having company come over. <laughs> I'm nervous. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit too. Having company come over uh, this week for to do some training. What caliber and stuff. is it? Uh, <laughs> I was cleaning out the closet and throwing a, a bunch of random old supplements away, and I found this. You guys remember this Get classic? The fuck oh. out. The Mountain Dog Signature Removal of product from Prime Nutrition. Yes, yeah. This oh, is the uh, this is the the Mountain Dog version, and there's still what's interesting is there's like two scoops left in here, and it's still good. Like, oh I yeah, can't, it's not clumpy. Yeah, no, no, it's not clumpy. But I mean, it's like it's legit still. I kind of like want to send it out to get tested. You know, if I could afford to do that shit, just to know for sure, was Aaron really using highly branched liquid dextrin? 
That's a good question. I don't know. I said, well, that, yeah. I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. I designed a car product for Mutant a long time ago. Yeah. They didn't make it for a string of other reasons, but I designed it for them and it was all cyclic dextrin, right? Yeah. Like the yeah. carbon, it was all cyclic dextrin. And um, they had a little bit of other things in there, but it was mostly that. And and uh, <clears throat> they looked at it and and Jim had been like researching all the other brands and I won't say the brands, but there was one that claims to be 100% cyclic dextrin. And, he did, and he's like, well... I get the best price you can get from the Japanese manufacturer. Yeah. And that's yeah. not even cost. Like, right. They're either losing money on that product huh. or they're not using all cyclic dextrin because you can't get it any cheaper. Yeah. It's a patented, <laughs> it's patented, right? So oh, yeah. if you're using it, it's patented. You have to be buying it from them, the Japanese company or whatever it was. I don't quote me on all this ship. I'm just painting a picture. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, and he's like, so like either these other brands are taking a loss on every jar, yeah, or yeah. that's probably it's it. not. There's a little bit of something else in there, yeah. So, anyways, that was just interesting in the process of designing this and formulating it. You know, I have some questions, yeah, you yeah. know. So it's interesting. Okay. But it took me back, man. It took me back because I I probably used I can't even count how many tubs of this stuff. I don't know if you guys went through this phase, but back in this era, John and uh, Shelby that I trained with, like they were using so much too. Like we're talking. John was experimenting with like a hundred grams each workout. Try like 200, 200 plus. It was a lot. You had to have like a gallon of fluid trained to like get that down in your body for it to be solid workout. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. And then John was like, yeah, I don't even have to eat for two hours after yeah. the train. <laughs> You're like, well, no shit. <laughs> but I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm going to save this. It's like a little memento. You know what I mean? Well, it'll it end is. up in uh, a, a, some, some sort of museum in the future. It should. Yes. Yeah. Now, was it the problem? There was, there was like some kind of extract in there that was supposed to be really great for, or was that the insulin product? They had an ins- an insulin, like a glucose disposal agent product that was supposed to have like a blueberry thing in it, like an, an X that was really, really amazing, but super expensive. Teacrine, and that was though. what? Sorry? I think what I heard was the teacrine. That was the big teacrine. history, which is like a, I, it's been explained to me, it's like a Cadillac of caffeine, like similar to caffeine, long acting. Uh, and then okay. the, the other version there- of this that didn't have carbs in it had teacrine or was supposed to. Uh, and uh, yeah, there was an ingredient that was super expensive and John found out that it wasn't in there and that's why he got mad. Yeah. Yeah. Teacrine. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, man. I still have um, like a 1997 jar of Celtec. Oh, wow. You're kidding. Well, it's empty, oh, your, but yeah. it's still the container, like mint, mint condition label and everything. Yeah, that's so cool. Like, do you, you're not going to toss it, are you? You're going to like hold on to that and look at it once in a while. That's what he put the sugar in because that's what was in it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the baking cupboard. Yeah, yeah. it's where it goes. A container of sugar, just not fruit punch anymore. <laughs> I know, I know. That's funny. Hmm. I remember having a couple of the bottles of um, the Andrew, like the original. Andrew oh, yeah. Stendione. 
and I had those bottles just like floating around forever. And of course, I was like, what the hell do I still have these for? And I threw them away. But if I would have had those now, I would have saved them. I would have like put them up on the shelves behind me, you know, as decorations. Oh, that'd be great. I, have them in yeah. the I, I had a small little period where I thought, fuck, um, as I was living in, I came back from Australia and I was living with my parents for like a couple months. Cause I just, I, you know, I had been out of the country and I like didn't know where I wanted to live and what I wanted to do. And I was going to go back to school, blah, blah, blah. So I'm crashing on my mom and dad's and they live in like a small, like smaller town. And, um, I got my hands on like 20 bottles of Androstein Dione, the yes. Androtech. Mm-hmm. And I got a good price on them from a guy that I knew who had a supplement store. He got a bunch so he sent me a box and I was selling them at the gym for like double the price. Like I was marking them way up and selling them at the gym to everybody. Yeah. And I remember the day I sold the last bottle of Androtech, like literally the day I sold it, so he gave it to the guy. He gave me the money. I drove home, making my post-workout meal, turned the TV on. Mark McGuire is on steroids. Oh, yeah. Androtech discovered in his locker. <laughs> and then all of a sudden... I call my buddy to get more and he's like, I can't get it now. It's like, they're, they're sold out. Like, yeah. It's all gone. Oh, wow. And then the like, yeah. So I sold that right before the market demand went like, I could have charged like way more money. <laughs> you know, I would have held onto that box for just a month. That's, that's one of those, like, I think everyone has their thing. So I was trained by like a natural bodybuilder. who was like a real hardcore when I got into bodybuilding. So I decided one when I was like 21, no, I was 20. I was gonna go to the dark side. Yes. And he's in his store had the pinnacle poppers in them. And it's the store I eventually bought. So I was like, all right, but I can't buy them from him because he's gonna know I'm juicing. So I went and paid like three times the price at GNC so I could get the chewable poppers so I could get huge. <laughs> they didn't That's work, so believe it or not. <laughs> I literally was like, all right, I can't let him know I'm doing this since I'm no longer natural. (laughs) I went and spent like $120 on poppers, (laughs) fucking pinnacles. And all I remember is the sand taste in my mouth and no no muscle, no strength. I remember being Actually, the only thing I changed was I was lighter because my wallet was significantly down in size after that. (laughs) I remember like being 16 and being in Canada with my dad. We were going up to Tobermory. We're going to go scuba diving up there in the, like the Bruce Peninsula, if you know where that is, Ron. And there's like this little, little supplement shop at a gas station, like connected. I don't know. Like you never see that ever in my life, but there was here. And I remember going in and being like, Hey, you guys got anything here in Canada that we can't get? And they kind of looked at me. They're like, no, you guys actually have better stuff than we do at the time. (laughs) Right. Yeah, you, yeah, we would have had like, yeah, they would have had, you know, they had American Ultimate Orange back in the day and we yeah. had Canadian stuff, right? You know? Yeah. That's funny. Okay. I got a ton of questions. That's awesome. Do we want to just go into questions? Is there any news we need to discuss? Well, I've already derailed as far as I can, so I guess we'll just get to the real work. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm excited. Okay. Okay. Here's one. Why do you think people don't put their weights away? What goes on in their heads? This is a soft subject. <laughs> All right. So I, I, I've always thought that you're just a complete asshole. Like, like I mean, because how could you not be, right? But um, about two weeks ago, I went back to the gym I was not going to anymore. 
And I watch, we're doing leg press, and there's, a, there's like leg presses back to back at that gym or front to front, whatever you want, want to say. And uh, I see a girl walk over and ask this guy that's using it, um, or he was standing there. If he was using it, he's like, yeah, I'm still using this. So she walks away. He proceeds to, next thing I know, he walks away. I look over, and she's taking the plates off, all of them. There must have been like six plates or so, and I'm like, hey, one second, lady. I'll be right back. <clears throat> so I go grab him, and I'm like, hey, I don't mean to be a dick, but the woman who asked for that is now taking the 12 plates that you left on the leg press on there. And he literally looked at me and goes, oh, man, I just completely spaced it. I'm like, what? Like, and I, I, I honestly believed him, though. I was like. Wow, you're a fucking idiot. But anyways, so yeah, yeah that's, some people space it, the rest are douchebags, is my answer. What about you, Scott? What do you think? What percentage of them mm. are douchebags and what percentage of them are just... Oh, whoops. You know... 99.9. <laughs> I will tell you this. I remember Jay Cutler on the Mitsuro videos telling us, he was like, hey, I'm Jay Cutler and I rack my plates. You can rack your plates too. And I feel like if you ever saw that, you have no excuse. Like you always do. I wonder the new, the new kid. I, I imagine, I imagine like the same kid that was shooting that video that you were talking about, Dusty. He's the guy yeah. who I, I think it was the phone, the phone. He was like, you know, finished his set, started Instagramming it and just, What's next? You know what I mean? So that's interesting that, so if this was 10 years ago, if this was 10 years ago, I would think it was almost a hundred percent douchebag. Yeah. But now, and I guess you could still put it in the douchebag category, but it's a different type of douchebag. It's, it's the fact that a lot of people's attention span has been absolutely destroyed. Yes. Yes. It's been destroyed. They have, they, they, literally, there is something about them that's broken. They cannot focus on anything. Mm -hmm. They're incapable of not looking at their phone. Like, I don't look at my phone while I'm training. There's the occasional time where there's something super important happening. Like, there's an equipment delivery between one and five. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm training at like 3.30 and it hasn't come yet. So I have to check my phone once in a while. Is that truck here? Like, is that, you know, like, there's yeah. the mm -hmm. odd thing that I have to do. But other than that, like, unless Emily calls me, because if Emily phones me, I know there's something going on. Like, yeah, you know, like, her, you know, car's broken down somewhere or something. So if Emily phones me, I'll answer it. But fucking no, I, I don't look at my phone. I don't fuck around on my phone. I just listen to music. That's all. So I don't get mm -hmm. distracted. But... <clears throat> People also, you know, and I, I don't want to get down on that, like, oh, entitlement, people are young, the new generation's entitled, because it's not just a new generation. There's plenty of old guys that don't put their weights away still. Sure. Like, there's this one guy at the gym. I've asked him a few times, man. I'm like, man, you got to put your dumbbells away. You come here and you use like the 115s and you leave them on the floor. It's like, yeah, I just forgot to put them away. I have an almost impossible time believing that. Yeah. Every time. Like, no, you didn't forget you were supersetting two things and you left the weights on both of them. Yeah. Like it's fucking so brutal. I hate it when people leave their weights out because also too, it's like kind of an insult to the rest of the community. You know, everyone yeah. going through the trouble of making sure all the machines have no plates on them when they're done. 
and then just some guy just two plate and everything you know the only exception is i do remember one video with jay cutler where he left one plate on the t-bar and he actually <laughs> made a point of saying if you can't row a plate he's like <laughs> i remember that video actually <laughs> me too he's like i leave he goes i leave one plate on this t-bar because i'm actually doing everybody a favor <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> you know yeah. pretty funny so yeah no i i, you know, I do you you do notice though this at least what i've seen is i've never seen someone who's actually using like a large amount of weight aka they're are experienced in bodybuilding powerlifting whatever i've never seen someone like that leave the weight uh at our gym the only the people who left the weights the most were either younger guys or women would just leave like a quarter on the hack squat. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bitch, I don't want to take that off. I can. I don't want to. It should have never been on there in the first fucking place. Sometimes in it's those ridiculous. circumstances, you just pile your plates on top of that quarter. You know what I mean? Oh, You're just like I guess I'm doing an extra quarter today. Yeah. You know, you made we, me stronger, woman. Yeah, thank you. We have a bunch <laughs> of little signs that say "45s uh, only." On really? the leg storage, like, oh, yeah, the storage, like on the leg press, yeah. the hack squats. You know, you only put forty-five pound plates on the storage pins. The small plates all have to go on a tree. That's yeah, what we try right. to do at our gym. And then you, every once in a while, I come in, and there'll be like a two and a half <laughs> on each storage pin. <laughs> what <laughs> they were using those on the but leg with, press? <laughs> so, like they had, they had, you know, they put, pulled their plates off, and then they took their little two and a half off, and they put it on the storage pin of the leg press. Progressive overload, and it's like, yeah, and it's like <laughs> that. That little thing goes on a tree, like always. Like it never goes on a leg press storage pin. When I'm trying to really go up in the leg press, I'm struggling. Sometimes I'll just put a clip on each side, just a clip, <laughs> just in I'm case. Like, like for safety, 20, no, for the weight. I'm like, all right, I got 26 plates and a clip. <laughs> a clip. That's like the Jordan Peters strategy. Everyone thinks you're crazy for putting it on, and you're like, no, no, it's just it's it's halfway between, you know, nothing and a bit. Yeah, yeah. And I put yeah. I put a half a Wrigley stick on the top of the right side for some. <laughs> <laughs> Next Don't week, forget full stick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You should see my logbook. It's a fucking mess. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I believe he's yeah, a little code for by the foot today. Yeah. This guy always have snacks. Don't worry about it. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Some people That's do have question. attention span problems, though. Real yeah. fucking bad. Which, by the way, on that note, shout out to anybody who's watching right now. Because you're like 20 minutes in. You're doing really good. Not everybody can do that. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you are ahead of the curve. You see that. You're ahead of the you curve see the if you YouTube watch YouTube algorithm. You yeah. see how many people can actually tune in for any real length of time. Well, you know? it, I think it's the the algorithm is set up against you for though. You know, you like you, there's always something to distract you, always something to keep you clicking, you know, so that you stay I, on the platform. Pornhub is such a pain in the ass. I know, right? I just remembered you watch it when you see options above. You're like, oh fuck, what's she doing? <laughs> so you, you want to hear the highlight of my week? Yes, of course. Highlight of my week. Okay. So um, I'm walking into Home Depot and there's, and, and there's, a, there's a, a young woman walking towards me. She's a very pretty girl. She looks right at me and I'm a friendly guy, right? So I smile and she smiles at me and she kind of looks at me and I think, oh shit, do I know her? 
because she looks at me kind of like she's like, you know, I don't know. You know, you can just tell. It's our like micro communications, right? Yeah. Millions of years of evolution, Dusty. You know, <laughs> I look at her and I'm like, so then I say hello. I'm like, hello. And then she says like, hi. And then she kind of starts laughing. And um, as she gets closer, I'm like, I don't think I know her. Like, you know, because of the gym, there's so many, I met so many people. I'm like, fuck. And then you see people out of their like gym clothes and you still, you don't recognize them. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, fuck, I don't think I know her. Like I thought maybe I did when as she was approaching. And then I was like, no, she just, and then she taps her ear and she goes, you're in my ear right now. Oh, nice. and, <laughs> That's and cool. I go, I go, no way. I'm like, what exactly? Cause I, I, I figured she meant the podcast, but I just said like, exactly and she was a podcast and i was just like so i kind of was walking backwards as she was walking away from me and i was like that's hilarious like <laughs> like i like what are we 95 percent guys that listen to our show 103 percent to be specific 103 <laughs> percent she's she's on her she's on her boyfriend's account yeah <laughs> exactly so, so yeah it's a so just uh the surprise of this young Someone lady listening to us oh i'm listening mean- uh <laughs> this chick listening to us was awesome it made my day that's you know? cool i felt i felt a little cool you know felt well, kind of cool i looked around the parking lot and i yelled at all the other 45 year old dudes I'm like hey anyone else getting listened to right now <laughs> not even by your own wife fuck you not even by their own wife yeah <laughs> No, oh, that was a highlight fantastic. of my week. I that love is that. Cool. I love I love running into people that uh that listen to the actual show. Like it's you know, because people say like, oh, I've seen you on the mutant videos and you know this and that. And I feel like the show is just such a more like kind of personal little, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I get that all the time. I'll run into somebody like, hear that other guy on Ron and Scott's show. I'm like, ouch. The other guy on Ron and Scott's show. <laughs> no, and now I regret Damn not it. stopping and talking to her. Like I, I should have got like, introduced, my, but we were like walking sure. like away from each other as we were going, and you know, I was in like a super hurry, and so she would have looked at you and funny. been like, "You're interrupting my show. Knock it off." Yeah, like shut up. I'm trying to, to listen. <laughs> I don't want to talk to the real you. Yeah, barely like the one talk on the radio. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that was kind of funny. That is cool. So, so shout out, shout out to her, chick from the Home Depot parking lot. She'll know who she is. She's the only girl, the single female. No, we do have more. Females. Yeah, just in case she's confused, yeah. there were no more. There, you were the only one. Tell <laughs> <laughs> so Rick, thanks for letting you use his uh, page to listen. <laughs> and also, uh, sorry if I didn't recognize you. You, I, I might, I might have met you at the gym. I don't know. There's so many people, you know. You know how it is. Like one of our members is at well, a bunch of our members are cops. And I remember like running into him downtown and talking to him for like a full minute before I realized who he was because <laughs> he's in uniform. Yeah. He's like, hey, yeah. Ron, how's it going? And he's like talking to me. And it took me that minute just because the uniform like blanked out his face, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, you hey. see the uniform. He's like, fuck, oh, cop. I didn't so, do it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. This is one of our cop members. This is hilarious. It took me like a second. My brain was broken. So, okay. You got one or you want me to go again? I want you to keep firing. This You're on a roll. This is great. Well, here's a comment. Someone says, I love hearing more personal stuff like past dating, heartbreak, and some of your hilarious sex stories. So don't be afraid <laughs> to meander down some of those 
pathways occasionally. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm having thoughts of things I want to say that I'm not saying wrong <laughs> because not everyone knows you're a hairstylist. Anyways, um, here's, here's, here's one from uh, one of our listeners. I know him, Johnny. He's a great guy. So um, girlfriend is starting prep. First time she's prepping since we got together. So it's his first prep with her, but it's not her first prep. Okay. She's very seasoned. Um, what's the best way to support her? Hester's like, uh, <laughs> uh, support others? Uh, uh, yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> no, you know, it's funny. I, I, it, so this is my real thing, and it's a terrible fact, but I just tell people up front. I just ask, what do you need? What's your deal? Because, you know, it's like, it's, for example, Ron, you're dating someone for the first, you know, you've been dating someone for a while, and all of a sudden they're sick. Maybe they had too much to drink, whatever. It's time to ask the question. Do you want support in the bathroom? Do I leave you the fuck alone? Which one are you? And there are both. It's true. I've had the both. I have the uh, stand here. I have the, this is embarrassing. Get the fuck away from me. So that's how I approach things like a prep. Because if I can't use the clues and I suck at clues, it's like, what do you need? You want me to go go grocery shopping? What what is it? Because if not, I'll just leave. You're bothering me. Um, So yeah, I would ask if you don't know the answers. And yeah, hopefully she's seasoned, which means it should be relatively easy. Because you know, by the end of your late in your career, prep is nothing. Yeah, right. Compared, you know, yeah. Yeah, the only thing I would that I used to say to someone, like if if we were dating, would be like, I mean, of course, everyone knew was I would just say, I'm quiet because I'm tired. That's it. Right. I'm even mad. I'm just tired. (laughs) One one of one of uh, one of the things that I think anybody can do to help support someone. Why, especially, I guess, if you live together or not, but is, um, you know, they're always going to be running out of food and supplies. So anytime you go to get something, like if you go to the store to get, you know, some of this and some of that and some of this, grab them another bottle of sugar-free ketchup because you know, they're going to use it. You you know. And you can't have too many and you know that it's a type of thing that sometimes you forget and they might run out one day or like, you know, like little things like that. Like just, Hey, I grabbed you some of this at the store. Some clean. I grabbed you. I grabbed you a couple packs of Turkey or I, I was at the butcher day. I grabbed you some salmon. Um, no, sure. Those little things. Gauge. Yeah. Yeah. I grabbed a box of 23 <laughs> gauge on scale. You know? Hey, they had all these alcohol swabs at work. I took a handful for you. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking of you. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of you. Handful of alcohol swabs. <laughs> Nothing says true love like Nothing. alcohol swabs. <laughs> so thoughtful. Or like I was cleaning out my sock drawer and I found half a bottle of Anivar. You can use it. It's not expired yet. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, that's pretty Those are cool. all, all helpful things. Um, I don't know. So everybody's got their little bad habits. So Emily, her bad habit is she likes to buy just enough of something. Oh, right. No. So she'll be like, oh, I stopped and got some egg whites because we're out. And I'm like, oh, awesome. I'll open the fridge. And there's like two liters of egg whites. And I'm like, okay, that'll last till like tomorrow night or yeah. the morning after, and then we're out of egg whites again. So when yeah. I go get egg whites, I'll get like six. 
Oh yeah. So I, so every once in a while I'll, I'll bring home, like I'll do something funny. I'll bring Emily something like one day I brought her like, a giant monster box of tampons. And I was like, here, remember last time when you bought six and then I'd be <laughs> stop and get you a box because you ran out because you only bought six. I was like, here's 50. <laughs> <laughs> the 600 will last us quite some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that stuff's funny. So, yeah. It's, yeah. You know what's funny is when I was, I mean, it's permanent now, but especially in prep, I would have, like, like you said, like the sugar-free ketchup, I'd, I'd have six in the shelf. Right. And then if I was at the store and I knew I'd used a couple, I'd actually buy a couple more. Right. I just you want to keep your stock. Well, I was always fearful, like, you know, what if it becomes a toilet paper thing and they're all gone one day? Like, no, yeah, I need this sugar-free ketchup. What if 50,000 truckers amass along the Canadian border and shut down the, the stuff coming into the country and all the shelves in Toronto wind up empty? You yeah, know, That's a problem if you're low on sugar-free ketchup. <clears throat> if you're low on sugar-free I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck it. Send them some money to their, to their uh, GoFundMe because I got ketchup. We're good. I got all right, Ron, give us there. another one. Okay. Well, we got a bunch of good ones. You got some stuff you on know, YouTube too. I forgot about that. I like putting this on you guys. This is amazing. I'm doing. Oh, you today. you you throw a YouTube one out. I like the YouTube ones because those are kind of like the five minute club. Yeah. Last five yeah. through like you know if if we had Patreon subscribers, those would be the questions well, we would I ask first. Think Big does have Patreon. Oh yeah, as, as a whole, as a whole. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but by the way, guys, if you want to support the Patreon, helps to support the show. Uh, always, there's a link in the in the show notes. We did get a lot of a lot of comments. People enjoyed my Dexter story. Uh, oh, I, shared that that. Was... I shared that story to people like in person. <laughs> I'm like, so you gotta I... listen to this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you finished yet? By the yeah. way, yeah. And I started Again? Ozark. New season. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Did you watch the last episode first? Did you? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I like actually right, went out of my way to make sure. It's like <laughs> this is the first episode, right? Right. You know. First episode, so first last season, week, we good, we good. <laughs> last week, you sent a little highlight clip for me to post, a little, you take a funny clip and we post it on our Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And the clip you sent me was me talking about something. I don't even remember. You in the I mask. I can't remember what it Yeah, yeah, me in the mask and the Terminator scene and everything. Yeah, yeah. And that was really funny. And I liked how you edited that. And I still thought your story about watching the last episode of Dexter first was way better and should have been the highlight. Uh, <laughs> that one hurt my soul a little bit. It was bad. I would Amazing. like to see somebody turn that one into a cartoon. <laughs> be funny. Watch you and Victoria, but cartoon versions of yourself. That would be couch. great. What is going on? That would be like great. All these facial expressions. Yeah. Right. Giant Jim, heads. No. Jim McDonald has one for us. Also, we did get a comment saying, somebody appreciates Dusty's sense of humor that you're underrated but here's the question oh, from Jim McDonald exactly the way you should be rated yeah, under, <laughs> over, my mom's like over overrated he says I wonder why ham is never talked about as a protein source it's super high in protein and lower in fat like steak it seems like a semi lean protein source with good taste it's a way to get variety Am I missing something? I thought ham wasn't as high in protein as, say, chicken breast. Ham tastes like shit. He's wrong. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Moving on. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. I, I've met a lot of bodybuilders who, who ask me, like, over the years, I've had lots of people like, hey, uh, can I use pork tenderloin? 
I'm like, well, fuck yeah. I mean, you can, sure. You know, but it's just, it, you're right. Like chicken breast has yeah. always been like the bodybuilding protein. And then, you know, like lean steak. They're just like the kings. And then somehow, you know, somehow tilapia was a thing for like so long. And ham didn't make the cut. Yeah. You know, that tells you something when tilapia gets eaten. Yeah. And ham doesn't. Yeah, like I said, tastes like shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, this is honey baked. Also, we honey were asked, uh, are you guys going to the Arnold? Yes, we Looks are. Looks like, yes. Yeah? Yes. Nice. So I, got, I invited you guys without even verifying that you were coming. I'm like, yes, all of us will be there. Yeah. And I just uh, I, uh, Oh, look at that. So I just got a question. Who's your top six? Here's, here's oh, perfect. Leave that up. You can thank VJ. He up. texted me this today. Top six. Son of What's going to happen? Are we doing it in order? Well, t- uh, I don't know. Well, let me do this. Uh, for the audio listeners... We've got Akeem Williams, Brett Wilkin, Mohamed Shaban, uh, Rodriguez, uh, Fabio Gia. Uh, yes. Okay. Cedric and Steve Kuklo, Reagan Grimes, Nathan Diesha, Samson, Brandon Curry, Max Charles, and William Bonnick. Okay. Damn. Okay. It's a lot of good guys there. Who's going first? Who's going first? Scott, you're so- going first. Yeah, well, I've we already got him. three. We got the top three. Are they in order? You got to do it in order, though. You got to do this right now. I'm constructing no. it in my brain. I'm going to put Brad up there. In first? Uh, top three with Brandon. No, I need first. No, I need first. Fuck. You got to say who's first. <laughs> Rodriguez is up there, too. This is going to be a good show. That's all I know. Nathan Diasha, he, he did really well toward the end of the season. So yeah, I've in in the top six. I've got eh, man, that's tough. But I got Curry for sure. Bonac, yeah. Grimes, I'm throwing in the top six. That would be cool. That I'm hopeful for him. Diash, that's four. It's only two more. Brett, let's go with Brett, the young blood, fresh, fresh into this show. And that leaves one spot, and you got guys like Cedric, Kuklo, Akeem, you know, San- like it's a crazy lineup, dude. It's a <clears throat> it's a good group. I hate when Ron is so wrong with his answers; it's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go on a limb since you guys are skirting around here. Um, Brandon Curry is going to win. Sure. You can see that. Um, Nathan is taking third because Brett Wilkin is taking second. I could see that. Ooh, that would be amazing. Such a story. Yeah. Brett, yeah. I got Brett. I'm still got laughing at him. classic. I, I got Justin Rodriguez in fourth. Yeah, that's a good call. Um. Oh, oh wow! And I, look what I did. I bumped William all the way to fifth. Ouch! But hey, you never know okay. what happened. And uh, who's Kuklo rounding out the top six? Kuklo. Yep. That's a rough call. You, how crazy to just list that off, and then and then I want to throw away my own list. Okay, so we got seven guys in second, <laughs> and then I've got. <laughs> so, so what this means, Dusty, 
because yes. I don't always go to the, sh- I, I, I haven't actually gone to every Arnold. Right. Like, you know what I mean? The Olympia, I always go to the final, but the Arnold, I haven't gone to every single one of them. There's been a couple trips where I just attended the expo. I didn't actually go to the show. Um, right. But the last couple I did, and we have to definitely go to this one together for sure. Agreed. So I don't want you getting tickets with someone else and doing some fancy thing and leaving me all by my lonesome in row 20. Again, again, I was actually going to just buy them this time because I always wait and they, they come through, but I don't like the stress yeah, over what a $200 ticket would cost me. I'm like, it's 200 bucks. I don't give a shit. Let's just get a ticket. Yeah. Like the last couple of times I went, I just hoped that, you know, and then someone would hand me like <clears> someone <throat> at the mutant booth would be like, Oh, here's an envelope. And we'd get a ticket like hours before the finals. Like, okay, yeah. I got my ticket, you know? Yeah. It's always cool. I mean, it's funny. I've always gotten good tickets that way, but I don't like with a lineup like this and now um, 20 people mad at me. Uh, I want to make sure that I'm there. Everyone's mad at me except for Brandon Curry right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe Brett. Brett might not be mad at me. Brett would be happy with um, second, I think, against Brandon. He'd take that, you know? I mean, it's Mr. Olympia. Now, you know, and if you give him another year, Brett wins. So that's sure. my vote. He's young. Yeah. Exactly. But anyhow, yes. All right. So we're all buying tickets. I got it. I'm on it. Scott's probably gets to go in the back because he's fucking important. I might be able to. That's my jam. That's my show. But things have changed. The the ownership has changed. It's all. Uh, oh. Yeah. The Lormers are no longer part of the Arnold. The new guy owns the bar now, and you don't get in the back door through the kitchen <laughs> like you used to. We'll see. We'll what? see. I could probably get press pit, but I might not be able to go like the deep backstage. Weird. Ask uh, uh, Ask David Bay. He's doing all their stuff still. I, I'm, I'm not friends with him though. Yes, I'm not, like I'm not. We're, we're not. Everyone's friends with David Bay. You guys have to. He's like the literally the nicest human on the planet. I I'll tell him God. I know Dusty. <laughs> like, I know Dusty. I haven't done anything wrong with him. That's perfect. Good. Good. Um, <laughs> no, but I would reach out to him because you you bring value. I mean, like if I asked, it'd be just because I'm a schmuck and wants to be backstage. You actually <laughs> do something with it, so it, it could be solid. You know. David I, so what's that? I love that guy. Oh yeah. Who who is? But here's the big question: Are they letting Fuad and Dennis James be the only people commentating? Because that's what they should do. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I don't need Arnold to speak ever again. Right. Any additional commentators? You mean like that when they have they, they get too many people chattering on that table sometimes, right? Well, and then it's just like. Two bodybuilders who know bodybuilding who also speak well. Like I love Dennis and Fuad. I would love I would listen to them commentate for sure. Right. They also know when to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And let you watch. Yeah. I hate when they yeah. act like I hate when they act like a bunch of people logged on to the Arnold Classic that don't know what they're watching. I'm like, no one who's watching this online in their house doesn't know what the fuck they're watching. Shut up. Commentators think they're lead guitar players when they're actually drummers. They have to know when not to drum. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. I agree with that. See, beautiful. Yeah, that, yeah. Because that's the only thing I hate. Up. Like you know, especially during the routines. Yes. It, like you have the music, and I'm listening to this idiot go on and on. I'm like about his own career. Well, you know, when I did so that better. pose, yeah, I did that pose much better. <laughs> but can you vacuum? Oh, fuck off. Um, 
Sorry. Oh, it's an obsession with vacuuming. Maybe that explains the maid. Thanks. Anyhow. Dusty, keep Here's- it quiet. I got to try to get my, my backstage passes. So. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't watching this shit. He's not in Home Depot with Ron. We're good. Here's a good one. Now, is BF, is that best friend or boyfriend? Well, read like it. My BF. It says, like, my BF say? likes to do this. Well, I'm just laughing because like it do? could be either. It says, my BF trains like a California pro. He drives me nuts with it. Any advice? That's I boyfriend that's for sure. Boyfriend. I love her. Yeah. That's what I'm laughing at. If it's best friend, then it's funny. But if it's boyfriend, it's even more hilarious. It's boyfriend. Tell her I love her. That's amazing. Whoever she <laughs> yes. is. Well, I don't even know if it's a girl. But who knows? Maybe it's a dude and his boyfriend trains like a California pro. Who fucking knows? That's a valid but point. It's funny either way. Me. Yes. All right. California pro drives her nuts. Boy. Well, she just has to start talking shit. Start talking shit? Yes. I mean, literally, yeah. like, if, he, if he's training like a bitch and he, like, racks the weight, be like, you know, you got to make some comments, you know. Did you forget your purse? Did you, you know, something. I don't know. You go, like, go like real sex. Go the real sexist route. Yeah. Yes, which I have a purse, which makes it even funnier. Um, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, Just, do you yeah. want me to do the three reps that you left on the table? Yeah, exactly. Especially if he's competitive. Be like, well, you know, second place ain't bad. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, you're only leaving three reps on the table. I mean, that's good for fifth or sixth. Yeah, exactly. It's right? I love that, Scott. How do you word it? Harvey. No. I feel like it brings up another question. What if you were to meet a girl and you guys connected on the bodybuilding level? Think you're you're like total bro. And she had like absolutely. What if she couldn't train? What if she had terrible form? You guys were like completely connected on that bodybuilding level, but then you got in the gym and she's doing like half reps on her squats, making tons of noise on like, you know, half reps on barbell bench press, stuff like that. Would you overlook that? Or would you, because I'm trying to put your, you know, look right. at, you know, how would you guys You're trying to go the other way. Yeah, yeah, leave yeah. Would you leave? Um, <laughs> would that be it? So like everything else is perfect, Dusty. Yeah. But you, okay, okay. Or she could train in another gym, but she's not fucking training at Muscle Factory training like that. Kind of represents she's, you, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm going yeah. to put her in someone else's t-shirt for sure. <laughs> Not Depends if she me. had a better physique than me. You can't say anything. If she looks yeah. better than you, it's true. I still shit. can. I still can. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't choose my parents, bitch, but you chose that depth. That was terrible. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Your form See? is unfuckable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you like press like that? that with you, what would you even, think? I can't, even, I can't even fuck you if you're going to like press like that. <laughs> It makes sense though, right? Yeah. If I have if I half ass it like that tonight, what are you gonna think? That's right. Yeah. Go deeper. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Go deeper. Yeah. This works both ways. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Oh, jeez. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Good luck, honey. Work the like, yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't look. I don't care. I don't judge, Dusty. I'm neither. If it's you know, best I had a great, you, you're you're gonna love this. Shit. So I went to this. I went. I, this made me so happy. So I went to this restaurant called Gianna in town. Right. And I have this waiter that is amazing. 
gay guy, awesome. Gives me shit for how much food I eat all the time. So we're sitting there. It's kind of quiet on the patio. And there's like this group of older people. And he's like, can I get you another drink, sir? And the guy goes, no, nah, I'm straight. And he goes, oh, I'm not. And I fucking lost it. <laughs> and they all froze. <laughs> I'm like, this is why I give this kid so much money. He's hysterical. Oh, my favorite kind. Yes. That's funny. What, That's else funny. Got? what else you got? I love a sense of humor, Dusty. How do I? Especially from that. It's great. So I had someone ask me, <laughs> how far is Sunnyvale away from you? And they're talking about the trailer park boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sunnyvale trailer park. And that's a good question because people know that we're in Canada. So they're like, oh, well, how far are you from the trailer park boys? And that's literally as far away as possible. So that would be like Los Angeles to New York. Did you offend him? He just left. He just left with a automatic. You went to get trailer park boys memorabilia to show us. (laughs) No, my, the, the, uh, the dog needed out. She was, Oh, I thought he was like, Oh, I got something to show these guys. No, I wish. I wish I did. I I thought he realized his gun was unloaded or something. Yeah. Yeah, Because back with a new gun It's my trailer park boys signature edition. I can't remember, yeah. Ron. Did you tell the Trailer Park Boys story? Because you had like a story about bubbles. I don't know if you told that on yeah. the show or not. Yo, know, my buddy, he lived in Halifax for a couple of years because his now ex-wife was um, going to medical school out there. So he was out. He's a teacher. So he was out there teaching and, and surfing like cold water surfing in Halifax. Fucking crazy. But he wound up making friends with like some of the guys involved with the show and he wound up at Bubbles House smoking weed like a bunch of times. <laughs> and my kind um, of teacher. Yeah. And <laughs> he said he said Bubbles uh he's got a really cool house. And then his basement is you go down and there's a an archway above the stairs that says Sunny Sunnyview Drive In, Sunnyvale Drive In. So he's got mm-hmm. it like and you go downstairs, it's a giant theater room and it's all like done up with a really nice theater down there. So you go down and watch like movies and smoke weed and stuff at Bubbles House. That's a trip. <laughs> That's a trip. Yeah. So Canadian. He said he's just like normal dude. Yeah. Because those glasses are fake, right? Like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't actually wear those glasses, right? It's like and such a perfect thing, character, though. Yeah, the whole thing with the, the way you put you, like, that's all, like, it's not how he is, right? So he's like a different guy when you meet him. Those guys are in character all the time. Like every time they appear anywhere, like on award shows and stuff, they're in character. Like they don't, it's unbelievable. So someone here telling us both to watch Succession, which I already did. Did you guys watch Succession? No. No. Fucking excellent. What's it on? Excellent. It's on HBO. So Crave. We use Crave. Fantastic show. I've mentioned it before. It's about like a like a billionaire family and the dad's about to retire. So the, the kids are all kind of fighting for position over who's going to take over of like the giant company. And all the kids are complete fucking disasters, as you can imagine, because they're billionaires. And um, the actors are amazing. It's the show that I think I told you guys, Kieran Culkin is in it. Macaulay oh, Culkin's I brother. do. Rem- I remember the conversation. I don't remember anything. Yeah, about it. and he like steals the show. He's just drugs. unbelievable. And um, but fantastic show. So if you're looking for something now that you know we're all done, Dexter um, and Yellowstone, almost and, in the right order. Yeah, and then uh, you mentioned Scott Ozark has yes. started. 
Yes. So we're we're three episodes deep on Ozark, and it's really good. Oh yeah. So if you're not if you're not watching that, are you on Ozark, Dusty? Yeah, but Scott just started it from the beginning. No, no, no. I started. I mean, I already saw the other season, so I'm. Oh, I'm okay. I I thought you were just starting. Okay. Yeah, mm. that show that show drug me in like episode one. Yeah. Well, the fourth like, season is very tense. Like, yeah, it's very uncomfortable. There's just constant uncomfortable tension so far it's the opposite of what so if you ever listen to victoria felker on a podcast and she talks about like sleep and the importance of sleep hygiene uh and unwinding at night you know making sure that you get your serotonin hygiene it's it's a whole thing it's a whole thing dusty where you need to cleaning up your sleep yes the last two hours of your evening you need to relax uh, basically, not watch Ozark is what that comes down to. So we've, okay. we're having a hard time. Fucking your whole a, thing right now. Yeah, we're having a hard time with that one. Right the now. highest tension. Slow go, slow go. Getting through yeah. that. Dirty sleep habits now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, this the the feeling the feeling of season four. I can't explain it. It's this desperate feeling like you're in in way too deep. Oh God. And there's yeah. just no way you can get out of it without a whole bunch of people dying except you. Hopefully you. Right? Yeah, like Hopefully well, you except die. you dying. Yeah, yeah I like see. you. Yeah, yeah. Like the only way, like you're how could I possibly get out of this situation I've gotten myself into? Well, fucking everyone else pretty much has to die for me to walk away from this. Yeah. Like like you're fucked. There's a feds, the cartel, everyone's getting whacked. Like there's no way out. You can't just get on a fucking bus and go somewhere. <laughs> it's like some shows make it look like like you watch a show and you're like, damn, I want to start selling drugs. Like that looks like it would be great. You know, this show is not one of those shows, you know? No. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I'm so glad I don't do that. I just love yeah. it. I, I want to some little time in, in Scott's head. He's like, you know, sometimes I watch their show and I'm like, you know, drug dealing is where it's fucking at. Like, well, like there's some moments well, in, in like Breaking Bad where you're like, damn, if I were to cook up a bunch of meth, I could, you know, be a millionaire. Right, you made right, it look right. easy, you know? <laughs> But this you know? you're like, oh god. Well, yeah, like a lot of shows glorify the you know the other side of it. You know, like Sons of Anarchy, they're like yeah. selling guns to the Irish, and you know, you kind of like all the characters involved, and yeah, you know, who doesn't like guns and who doesn't like money? You know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, why do we why do we toss in a brothel? Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of slutty chicks. We're doing oh, porn this now. Lovely. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah, like, oh, we're going to launder our gun money through a porn business. Fuck, this is like the all-American dream. Yeah. <laughs> right? I've had that dream many times. <laughs> yes, yes. And then and then, and then, you watch Ozark, and you're just like, holy fuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah, pretty crazy. Thank God that's not my life. That's all I say. <laughs> you know? 20 minutes at a time, and then we oh, can't watch anymore. <laughs> you have to keep a blood pressure cuff on yeah. <laughs> while you're watching the show. <laughs> oh my god! Is two twenty over eighty nine bad anyway? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. So okay, I've got another one here. <laughs> What's a respectable arm size for a non-pro but passionate enthusiast? Good question. I like How that. big's the rest of the body? Yeah, yeah. Lots of questions here. Lots of. Are you What's six she foot look four? Like? Does she have fake boobs or natural? 
Right. Is it oh, a girl? A no. <laughs> well, I know the guy asking. The guy asking is a friend of mine. It's the Mindful Hunter. He watched, he's got his own podcast about hunting. He's the guy that gave me the bear ham. Remember I told you about the bear ham? Ooh, nice. How do we get on yeah. his podcast? Anyways. Um, I'd have to be have something in something to contribute to the universe of hunting, which I have zero. You should go, like, go with him on a hunt yes oh god he goes on real hunts he like Debbie, like goes in the bush for four days we got ron there with him and like like bodybuilder smelling like animals yeah. yeah yeah well they think they do it on purpose they put piss on them and shit I see yeah. yeah 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 you yeah. don't want to do that yeah you know, know that no scott for ron um no no the real hunters <laughs> they're the real hunters you know like like if the world ends these guys are just like fine yeah yeah like literally like didn't just fine like stress levels you know <laughs> i have friends like that just so i'm good yeah yeah i've always said that like if like whenever you're like what do you do with the zombie apocalypse i'm like i go to bronson's house we're good <laughs> right i'll fucking sit right. inside i'm like you got this right bro all right cool <laughs> by the way we're out of chips we're out of chips yeah we're out of <laughs> chips <laughs> and the power grid's down <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, the respectable arm measurement. I think if I'm, you guys remember the 225 benching incident where I didn't understand how strong that was. So I'm going to oh, yeah. say 16 inches is probably a very respectable arm. Well, I, I yeah, I mean, I, I know like some natty guys that have like, you know, I've known the odd natty guy that's had like a real 18 inch arm. I, I would like, say that what? fucking huge as a natural guy. It's good. Yeah, pretty big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, like that's pretty big. And then a guy in the juice, I mean, you know, a big dude, you get your arm up in the in in the 18, 19 range, you got like muscular arms. Like they're they're big. 20 inch arm is yeah. pretty big arm, man. Like yeah. I know we're all jaded by, you know, Phil Heath's giant fuck. Like, you know, we see all the pros and stuff, but aside from like, you know, the guys out there that actually have 22 inch arms, like Dusty, your, your arms are 22 at some point in your career. Haven't they been? They were close. They never quite got there. Yeah. Right, it's funny. Right. Cause like, I think the other thing is people don't realize how much that gap is. Yeah. I'm not there now. And it's drastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it's funny, but I put up, I put up a picture today of when they were, it was also a good angle, but literally I looked at it like, it's not what these look like right now. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but no, I think I think 18 is is a very good arm, truthfully. Like, you know, Especially there's not a lot lean. of people walking around your gym. But the, the lean is key though, because I've seen that yeah. before, a 23 inch arm. I'm like, you got a 48 inch waist. No yeah. Shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And another thing too is like like the biggest my arm ever was was 21 and three quarters cold. Right. So yeah, that was my that's biggest a big factor too. And I never ever measured it maximum pump. It would be interesting to see if I could break 22, but uh the 21 and three quarters cold was like at my biggest body weight. But you know, being lean, that makes your arms look so much bigger because you get the cut above the delt and For all sure. that stuff, and the tricep looks better, yeah. and it just makes everything look way bigger. So I remember like being dieted down and having arms that were like 20 and a half, and they looked way bigger than when they were 21 and three quarters, especially like yeah. proportions, you know, if you, yeah. like, and you hit a pose, like say you hit a side, side chest or yeah, side chest. And from the side, your waist only is, you know, several inches across your arm. It looks bigger than that. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you know it, it you could have a 16 inch arm and still look crazy on yeah. stage, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah, happy because sure. I had a 20 inch tricep and only a one inch bicep, and it was it still worked. <laughs> I was like, there it is. Awesome shit. <laughs> I don't mind that look. I, I, I don't mind a tricep well, I per, dominant I per, arm. I prefer it over no tricep, honestly. They, they but look like, crazy in front doubles still. Guys that have huge yeah. triceps always look. That's that's a crazy look. I, I feel like arm of all time. Wrist to to shoulder. Elbow to shoulder. El, so best, upper arm. Yeah. Who is that? Best upper arm. I I mean I have no problem saying Phil Heath. Right. I mean his biceps Scott. and triceps and and the brachialis too the side the brachialis on Phil Heath was monstrous. Yeah. You know what about I don't what know. about. So I'm thinking Phil and Rones were crazy too. Ruley, Ruley. And Kevin. You know, Kevin didn't have the craziest bicep peak, but I still loved his arms. I didn't even care. I loved the yeah. shape of his bicep. We look at a, look at our softball still though, you know. Yeah. I got one for you going back Uh-oh. in the day. What about the peaks here on Boyer Co? Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. I mean, he's probably 50 in that photo too, isn't he? That's some crazy, crazy peaks. How about Is the it wrist bad you threw that up and all, all I saw was how small his waist was? Yeah. Well, literally, you, you threw that up and I'm like, where is this fucker's waist? What is happening? Photoshop before Photoshop existed. Yeah, yeah. Another thing that Boyer did, if you notice, he had the wrist flexion was like way crazy. Like, I can't even get my fucking wrist that low. See how yeah, mine won't are. actually do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's wacky. Yeah. Look at the fucking waist. He's he's got his wife's fucking belt on, and her shorts apparently. Um, we did we did an uh, an episode of Bodybuilding Nerds Radio. This was a couple of years ago. The year Brandon Curry ended up winning the Arnold, and he listened to the show, which was which was super cool to begin with. But we were talking about how Frank Zane his wrist measured. I forget. I think it was like three inches around something like that. And we were talking about the guys today versus back then. And uh, we were trying to determine, well, how much bigger would a guy's wrist be when they're like, you know, the size of the guys today. And Brandon Curry shot a video and of him measuring his wrist. And he started this wrist challenge for all the other pros. And his measured the same as Frank Zane's. But you can think yeah. about how big Curry is compared to what Zane was. But he had the same freaking wrist size, the tiny joints. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. I've often wondered what some of their knees and ankles measured when they're like yeah. crazy shape, you know? Because, yeah. you know, sometimes you see a guy and you go, fuck, that guy's got monstrous calves. And then I've seen them in person and the calves are amazing and like, like aesthetically gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But they were not actually as big. It's the ankle on the guy was like fucking gone. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus. Your little ankle just makes a calf look so nuts. Yeah, that's. But that's what calves are all about. They're all about shape. Oh, for sure. You know, there's guys out there that whose calves are small, but I'd still trade them because they're great. Like diamond right. shape, corners on them, fucking, you know, veins everywhere. Right, Scott? <laughs> It's the one I thing waiting. I got. I was one waiting. Thing. Give me that one thing, Ron. I'm, I'm not going to be the one that does it for once. I'm going to shut up just once. Let me have that one thing, Mr. IFBB oh. Pro. Whatever. We Here's would trade. One. Here's one. Do you think that – so So I've gotten questions about this before, and the general thing is, you know, you know, 
live seminars used to be a thing, a big thing. Like mm. you would hear like, you know, someone's doing a seminar and you'd be like, oh shit, we got to go to that. Right. And everyone would put in the effort and you'd go like, I remember going to see Dorian Yates seminar, Mike Matarazzo seminar, Sean Ray seminar, you know, all these nineties pros that I went and saw their seminars and we drove like five hours to go to the seminars. I've, you know, I've talked about this a lot. Um, and, but you know, and nowadays they still have the seminar section at like the big expos. They'll have those seminar areas, you know, where they'll have different mm -hmm. people appearing at different times. But what do you think about the future of the bodybuilding seminar for men, like the bodybuilding seminar? Do you think they're just going to be, you know, contented right out of existence or, you know, what do you think? I don't think so because I still think they're awesome to go to because they're usually, uh, I wouldn't, I don't give a shit about the ones at the big events, to be honest with you. But when you go to one that's like at a gym or something, it's pretty intimate. Like, oh, yeah. There's you and like 30 people. And it's very, you know, I just think certain things like I'd be perfectly fine going and paying to see the seminar in person, knowing full well it was going to be available on, you know, the Internet in a week. Right. Like, there is something cool about that. And I could say, because I've done a few of them, that when you're done with the seminar, there's another 30 minutes to an hour of just one on one with people. It's yeah. awesome. You know, there they they had a question and you answered it and then it got their mind clicking. They asked some more stuff. It's, I just don't see that kind of stuff going away. Cause if it, if it was, then why are we going to the Arnold? No one needs to see us. Right. It's, yeah. They see you every fucking day. Why do they need to see you there? You know what I mean? And, and why do we still go to bodybuilding shows if we can watch them at home? Yeah. Yeah. So. There's still something about the live experience and the interaction and, you know, being there to actually live, uh, like ask questions in real time and get, I think the real answers. time is what is what gets it so excited. I mean, look at how well the show does when we go live. Like, it is cool to literally put your question up and watch it get answered, you know, yeah. right now versus down the line. I, I think that's the one thing that keeps getting driven home by social media is people want to know what you're doing now. And even better yet is if they can be there doing it with you. Yeah. Yeah, there's something special about seminars. And as you guys were talking about that, I started thinking back to some of the ones that I've been to. And it's like, yeah, those were those were very special experiences compared to, you know, learning from an online seminar, which those are cool, too. And you could get, you know, it, it's nice to have that stuff because there's, you know, you might be able to see more of them, get more information. I mean, how many times is an athlete actually coming through your town or whatever? But, yeah, it's cool. I got I got to see all the seminars that John Meadows did at the Arnold, which those were, those were really fun. Him and Scott Stevenson and Dr. Eric mm -hmm. Serrano. Those were, yeah. those are cool. Oh, we had one here in Michigan. It was John and Fuad and Justin Harris, Santi Aragon, and a bunch of other people got together and it was mm -hmm. at uh, Ken Jackson's gym. And that was like, it was so special, you know, just to see all those people together and yeah, to like to be a fan and get to sit there and, raise your hand and ask questions, you know, it's cool. I like the energy. It's like a concert, Ron. Like, you know, when you go to a concert and you, there's things that people who know the music don't know what it's like to be at the concert. Like I do feel like that's very much so. And I think it's cool for the people in it too. I did a, I did one at uh, Montanary brothers before. Ooh. And um, it was God, Jose, Chris Tuttle, Evan, 
uh, John De La Rosa. I can't remember all the people that were even there. Okay. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and it was, it was awesome. VJ. Like, even I that. thought it was awesome, you know, just being there. And, and, uh, I also even found for me, like you really like, for example, Evan, I really knew him even more than like, I knew Evan from talking to him and being at shows and online, but in that environment, talking directly to people and they ask questions, it, it's amazing how, straightforward he is like i gained even more respect for him during that you know because like one of the questions was uh you know why were athletes more conditioned in the 90s than they are now and it was so funny because he goes were they and they just sat there and and it's it's true and he goes or is that just the bullshit everyone feeds us and then we agree with it and it's it's such an accurate thing but i just remember thinking like you really are that just Bam! Right. You know, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think, I think if let's put it this way, if uh, if Dante Trudell would do a seminar in Texas, it would sell out. <laughs> you know, plus he doesn't exist, which is very tricky. A lot of people haven't realized that yet. It's not actually a man, <laughs> right? You guys like Satoshi Nakamoto, <laughs> <clears throat> Ron. You He's guys have real. done some, haven't you? Huh. You guys have done some stuff, haven't you? Some seminars at West Coast. Oh, oh, well, I mean, yeah. Like I've, I've done a, bu- I've done a bunch of seminars before. I, mean, I remember my first seminar was in like, I think I started doing seminars in like 1999. Yeah, it was my first seminar. I remember right after I won the Albertas, I came back to Grand Prairie where I, you know, was from, and I was packing up my stuff to move. And right before I left town, I did a seminar at the gym as like the Alberta champion. You know. That's cool. And it was just a bunch of guys that wanted to get huge. I had like 20 guys show up and they all just had pens and paper. And I just helped them set up a diet to put size on. And I like drew out like the basics of training. And, it, you know, it's it's always the same thing, man. It's like it, we forget and it gets really hard to like constantly remind us, remind ourselves of this stuff. But there's always a new batch of people that want the basics. Yeah. Like, and they just want a really good setup. Like, how do I get started? Like, what's a good starting point for me? Like, you know, how much food should I be eating? You know what I mean? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing will always have a place. And where the, the best place to address that is, is, you know, whatever that changes over time. But back then, that was like a lot of the seminars, they had questions about that and then drugs. <clears throat> Those are like the two things that people cared about back then. It was just, there was the people that wanted to get started because they wanted to get huge. And then there was the guys that were already going and they wanted to know about drugs. And that was it. Hmm. That was all the seminars were. It was real fucking simple. (laughs) There was no like, you know, analyzing your sleep wavelengths and talking about, you know. Dirty sleep, clean sleep. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Talking (laughs) about inflammatory responses from different carbs. Like those conversations were not part of the seminar back then. It was all like. And then my favorite thing from going to seminars, like Mike Matarazzo had a fucking awesome seminar, man. Cause he was, he was like a rough character from Boston. Yeah. You know, thick Boston accent, you know? And when he tell, he, you know, he t- t- tells stories about, you know, the, the gym he's from, cause he was a boxer. His whole family was boxers. Right. So he grew up in like boxing gyms and he's like, oh yeah, you know, when guys get knocked out of the gym, it's just a thing that happens, you know, like, 
if you open your mouth and you know you gotta be respectful you can't come to gold's venice and do this not where i'm from you know i'm from boston you do this you get knocked out in the gym like like just real fucking you know he told a bunch of stories about gold's venice like you know him <clears throat> having to deal with certain people and in, in only in only the way that only mike matarazzo would deal with them you know <laughs> And he had a bunch of funny stories, man. I remember going to his seminar and just laughing like, holy fuck, you know? Yeah, pretty, awesome. pretty funny stuff. So he was, a, he was a character, that's for sure. Okay, I got one. Um, so this guy's in the military. He's in the Canadian Armed Forces. How can I try to maintain mass at boot camp? I eat 450 grams of carbs a day normally but here they're giving us rations he's in boot camp is there much yeah. you can do it's kind of part of the game isn't it you just do it no that's i mean that's that's from what i that's the same in the u.s so i don't know their deal there but you get what they give you and eat it all and that's the you challenge know? yeah yeah that's and that's you come it. out of boot camp 20 pounds lighter than you went in like almost every single yeah. person right yeah oh for sure for sure but the thing is is factor in the fact that it comes back quickly. And when you're there, right. like, I, I think my, my answer to that would be the best way to get to maintain gains out of boot camp is take the mental strength and fortitude that you're about to learn and bring it back to the gym and you're eating when you're done. Yeah. But you're going to lose weight. Oh, yeah. But it'll come back when you, because you will come back a completely different animal when it's over. If it's anything like boot camps, I should say, used to be here, then, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it'll it'll be rough. So, but yeah, that's, that's, be, a, that's a tough one. Yeah, well, they're not allowed to do anything here anymore. It might hurt someone's feelings. Right. I prefer yeah. that the people who are protecting my freedom are worried about their feelings. Isn't your military doing like TikTok videos now about gender inclusivity? Oh, dude, there's so much. <laughs> no, there's so there's so it's so, and I, I hear this from other people, so I won't speak out of turn because then you look like a moron. But like the things that I'm learning from old school military versus now, it's the same in everything though. Like uh, I have friends that are in the medical field. Like a surgeon can't look at you anymore and be like, "Stop being a fucking idiot." They can't say that, yeah. even though you're being a fucking idiot. That's right. against the rules, and they'll get in trouble. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I want yeah. him to yell at that guy while I was dead or in a coma and make sure he stops being a fucking idiot. Thank you. So, yeah, <clears throat> same, same, same. Yeah, I don't, I think here you probably gain weight because you could be like, I'm offended if I don't get more food. And they're like, oh, we'll give him more food. Or I identify as someone who eats way more than this. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> that might be a thing. That might be a thing. I Man. like this. Either, either one of you guys ever consider joining the military at any point in your life that ever even crossed your mind i'm looking at scott because god no i did not when i was a kid yeah. like when i was like 13 you know i had an uncle that was in the army and i thought like yeah that'd be cool and when i say that'd be cool what i was thinking was like blowing shit up would be cool you know what i right. mean like that part that part would be cool and i still i still think today that blowing shit up would be cool that said that 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 ship has sailed yeah. yeah, I I never uh, the closest I came to considering it was when I went through a phase when I was young where I wanted to be a helicopter pilot. Yeah, right. And I asked my dad how to become a helicopter pilot, and he goes, "Well, the easiest way is to join the military." Yeah, and tell him you want to be a helicopter pilot, and they'll 
route you into the helicopters and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ugh, isn't there like a school I can just go to instead? Like an <laughs> online Which there course. is, but yeah. <laughs> I do want to say too, shout out to the people who did follow through with that, who wanted to blow shit up and they are blowing shit up today. Shout oh, out to you yeah. for blowing shit up for us. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I, that's another level of, I think too, what I and was confused by is what you just said, Ron, is I've heard too many people who went into the military to do something and were led to believe as they were signing their paperwork that that would probably happen right? just to go in and be like, yeah, we don't have room for helicopter pilots, but you can be a kitchen guy. Right. And that's it. Like, they give you, you, get, like you give like choices and, you know, and right. of course when you're enlisting, they sell you that, yeah, you'll probably be flying helicopters in no time. Infantry. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's a tricky thing. And then here I've just learned so many things. It's weird because I feel like those people should be given anything they want. Like, you know, past military people here tell me it's pretty fucked. I I, I don't know about you guys, but I always had it. And maybe it's the era we grow up watching the movies we do, or maybe it's everyone. I don't know. But um, I've met, you know, a handful of people who were legitimate, like special forces, you know? Oh yeah. Like I had a friend who was an army ranger and he was in a, in a, in a special task force of the army rangers. And like, he was down in South America doing like cartel shit and you know, that he couldn't talk about completely, you know? And, awesome. and I've known guys that were like, I remember there was a guy that used to come into a bar I worked at. I'm not hearing Ron. I'm not either, man, but it looks like he's really telling a good story. It's an intense lip syncing. I can I read know. it probably. What do do you it in an American accent so I can read it. <laughs> he just went away. I thought it was me. I thought I was it like, was me. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Leave it to me. It says that loud. I can't hear Ron. What the fuck? Here he is. Let's see. Let's bring him back. We're bringing Ron back. We're bringing bring Ron back. back. y'all. All right. Where are you guys? Is this confusing? I'm so confused. Wait, wait. Oh, wait I think what? I hear you. There we go. I'm going to add uh, Dusty back into the right. Boom. There we go. Okay. So you can hear me again? Yeah. I yeah. think you're off your okay. mic. I think you're off your mic. Nope. I mean, you're on. We hear you. You're just not on. You're not on that mic. But if we don't, how, how much longer do we have to go? Because we could. We don't have much time. It doesn't time, sound so terrible. It doesn't sound terrible. We could finish. Yeah. Okay. Roll. Get your story. Okay. So there was a bar I worked at, and there's a guy that used to come in there, and I would say that of all the people I have ever met in my entire life, he radiated danger and absolute dominance and control of every single moment that he was involved. Like you, no one in their right fucking mind would fuck with this guy. And it him. was something about him. He was like a character out of a movie. He always dressed real sharp, button up shirt right to the top, nice dress, slacks tucked in, nice shoes, nice watch, real Real nice guy. Came in, talked to everyone. Um, but when you shook his hand, there was just something like I remember the first time and he was super fit. Like he looked like he could run 100 miles and bench three plates. Right. And mm. he came into the gym and I was introduced to him by the head doorman. And he's like, his, and everyone called him Gotti. He's like, oh, this is Gotti. And I shook his hand and go, good to meet you. And the second I met him, I was like, holy fuck, who the fuck is this guy? And he had like a scar on his face and and he he just... He had a look about him. He looked like he kind of like Jason Statham, 
Do you know what That's I mean? It's so funny you said that because I was thinking about that when you were describing him dressed. I was like, he sort of looks like, I won't say that though. Like a more muscular, like a, a more muscular, shorter Jason Statham. So what you're telling me right. is this guy um, got laid a lot. A ton. I guarantee yeah. that guy got laid a lot. <laughs> right, I would have sucked his dick if he told me to. <laughs> <laughs> and there is the clip for this week. <laughs> but, but we're only going to say no. <laughs> yeah, that's the only part of the clip, Scott. It's just going to have Rod go, Brad suck his dick if he told me to. It's, it's the, the whole show. Don't the whole show. In life. <laughs> you took it out of context. You took it out of context. <laughs> I didn't mean fuck your freedom. Oh, God. <laughs> so anyways, long and short oh, is I asked, oh, I, asked, I asked the doorman. I asked the doorman, Steve. I said, what the fuck's up with that guy? And he goes, oh, dude. He goes, that guy's Israeli special forces. And I was like, oh. And he's like, yeah, that guy's done all kinds of crazy shit, man. And so I talked to him like a bunch of times. And he told me some of the shit that they did. Like, you know, he did everything. He halo jumped. You know what halo jumping is? No. It's high high altitude, low opening. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So it's jumping in so you fall so fast you go through the radar and then you open your chute super low, like barely, mathematically barely enough to land. Point oh break. And Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. get under the radar before you open your chute. And yeah, he'd killed a lot of people and he'd seen a lot of secret operations. And of course, you know, he was Israeli, so there was, you know, a lot of like anti-terror operations going on, and you know, because you know, it's a crazy place to live all through the eighties and nineties. And um, so, yeah, he was a really interesting dude. But there was there was something about that guy, and everyone said it. Like I remember, like other doormen would come up, and they're like, "That guy's like, that guy like looks dangerous." And like he just looks fucking dangerous. Like something about how he moved and carried himself. There's just, and then I remember. I'll never forget, he was standing out front of the bar one night, and this guy said something to him. There was these two, like, drunk Aussie rugby guys. And they weren't, like, sloppy drunk, but they were just, like, loud rugby Aussies. We know the Aussies. The Aussies know the, the loud rugby Aussies. They're mouthy <laughs> or something. And I remember he was wearing white pants and a black button-up shirt. I'll never forget it. And these and dressed kind of dressed nice. And these two guys started, like, lipping with him and beaking with him. And I was standing at the door, and I was like, oh, what's going to happen here? And he open hand slapped the one guy and knocked him out cold. Like he just <laughs> out cold, open hand slapped him out cold, and then just fucking smashed the other guy in the face. And the guy went back and just starfished on the ground. And then they both like took a second to roll over and slowly get back up. And he just straightened up his shirt and just kept stood there and just kept continuing the conversation with the guy he was talking to like it was nothing. Damn. And, and they just both got up and sort of stood there and he gave him one last look and he just went like this. And, and they did. Walked away. And then there was another time where he was standing out front and this girl was beaking at him. Beaking, beaking, you fucking blah, 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 blah. And he looks at her boyfriend and he goes, shut your bitch up. And the guy's like, Oh, like that. And he goes, you got three seconds to make your bitch shut her mouth. And the guy just kept like, uh, 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 and she kept going. So he just knocked the guy out. Oh my God. And she's like freaking out. And he goes, why? I'm not going to hit you. And he's going to, he just learned a lesson about you, bitch. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's straight out of a movie. Yeah. Shut your bitch up. And the guy's like, uh, uh, bam, knocked him out. Oh, that's fantastic. And I was just like, I was like, holy fuck, this guy's fucking crazy. You know? So yeah, guy got back up, bleeding out of his mouth. His, his woman's freaking out. And what's he, th- what's he saying? He's like, stop talking. I don't have any stories <laughs> like that. I've never done that kind of thing in my life. You know what I mean? Normal yeah. people don't do stuff like that. That's, in, that's like a movie, man. So calm. So calm, just straightens his watch, fixes his cuffs, knocks the guy out. Shut I'd be worried up. about my pants getting dirty when they're white. Yeah, yeah. smacking people he wasn't, like that. He wasn't, not at all. He, he wasn't worried about a yeah. thing. He had no worries in the world. And there were like police walking up and down that street all the time. He'd knocked a few people out on that sidewalk without even, he didn't even walk away. He stood right there, kept talking. <laughs> That's so hard. No, no, I got, but, that is, but that is bouncing you know, one if you, if with you, women. You know if that. If you knock somebody it. out, if you knock somebody oh, you're out, scrambling. You, you scramble. You're like, I better get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Just stand right there. It's also you story time. People want to say what happened. Yeah. He's right yeah. back to talking about chicken and waffles. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. No adrenaline yeah. dump, nothing. Just, yeah. No adrenaline <laughs> dump at all. You know? It's too calm. <laughs> what does you know? someone like that do for adrenaline, though? You know, like they do say that about like those type of people. Like, you know, we can do the most basic thing. It's like, ooh, that was kind of exciting. What's that fucking guy do? So I, I asked him one time. That's hilarious. I said to him one time I, when I was – I'm 19, so I'm dumb, right? Fucking idiot. <laughs> and when I first found out he was special forces, he was talking to me one time, and I'm like, so have you, like, jumped out of helicopters into the water and stuff? And he just starts laughing. He goes, <laughs> uh oh, kid. He's like, <laughs> You're so cute. On his shoulder. <laughs> Like I've like gone into houses and shot a bunch of people. Yeah. Like I'm not just jumping out of helicopters into the water. Like we've executed entire squadrons of guys that are labeled as terrorists. Like, like, you know, like, you know what they do. He tells that whole story to go. So you have jumped out of the airplane into water. Yeah. Yeah. I remember feeling so stupid the way, like he didn't have to say anything. He just pats me. He's like, Oh kid. That's not, that's not like, yeah, that's what we do on the commercial. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> join the join oh. the special forces, and there's guys jumping out of helicopters into the water, and they're like, "Oh, learning computers and stuff." You know, <laughs> yeah, learning computers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! I uh, would kill to sit down and just let someone like that talk, just yeah. to realize how much yeah. I haven't done dick in my entire life. Yeah, um, yeah. find that guy, yeah. get him on the show. He probably yeah, listens. listens now. He probably listens. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. I'll never forget that dude. He was like, he was like, uh, you know, every once in a while, someone would be like, who's the scariest guy you ever met? And there's just something about that dude. I was like, well, at the time I was only 19. So obviously I was impressionable, but that's the scariest guy I've never met. And I'm still like, (laughs) 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 oh man. Yeah. That's that's a good time. You know? I mean, shit, Ron said he would suck his dick. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, really? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that whole helicopter thing. Where do I go with this? Oh man! Did you like, jump out of helicopters and stuff? <laughs> this felt so fucking stupid. Shut up, kid. Blow me. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, how can we not end on that lovely note? Is that where we're ending? Do we end there? I feel the like it's show. the best spot. We're just gonna edit to that. Just that was it. <laughs> That's the whole show. This is yeah. a seven-minute show. <laughs> Oh, man. oh God! 
Good stuff. No, I, no here's no here's. Do you, do you guys watch a show? Do you ever watch a show? Well, Scott has to edit. No, I got to do the timestamps. So yeah, I watch. Okay. I watch them all two, three times. So occasionally, I watch a show in its entirety. I, I put it on and I let it play because yeah. I just want to hear like how it went. But I'm usually busy doing stuff, so I don't really pick it all up. But then occasionally. Like I said, like I'll hear a story and I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot that part. It would have made the story way better. I hope I don't feel like I missed something on that one. You know, you can bring that one up anytime if you happen to remember something. Tell it again or just, yeah. Can we call Jason from now on? The the funny thing about about some of the stuff that comes up on the show is um, it's stuff I haven't remembered or thought of for like since like decades. Yeah. I forgot about that dude. But for some reason, he came up today on the show. And then I just had like three flashbacks in a row of these incidents that where I was, where he was hanging out at the bar and fucking gotten punch outs with people. I was like, Jesus. So you gotta, you gotta, we gotta do one more because I have uh, seven more minutes of availability. Um, Ron, you gotta tell Scott about the special forces guy that worked with you at the bar and the hockey player. Oh, yeah. That was funny. So we had we had a guy. He was he was a dual citizen and he was an army ranger, U.S. Army ranger. But he was living in Canada and he was doing some firefighting with the Canadian military. And he bounced at the bar on the weekend. And um, he had been a special forces like well, army rangers are a special. That's like a special force. So he was an army ranger. So, anyways, he had these killer stories. Like for example, um, we were talking about. Video games. I've told this story before, but real quick, we're talking yeah. about video games, and I was talking about all the guns, and he said, "Oh, I like the sniper rifle with the silencer." And I was like, "Oh, what? Why do you like that?" He goes, "Oh, it's really good for shooting dogs." Oh my god! And, then I, and I go, "Oh, why would you shoot dogs?" And he goes, "So they don't bark." Oh, oh. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we do different things. Yeah. yeah. So like he wasn't, you know, that's the guy that I knew that was in South America doing stuff. So they're probably shooting dogs to make sure the guard dogs don't bark. And then they go into the compound and fucking arrest to raid the compound, fucking yeah. whatever they got to do. So anyways, he had this outlook on life <laughs> and um, <laughs> he was about 180 pounds, caved in face, like super fit, you know, like mm-hmm. looks like an. He looks like 100, 180 pounds of just steel in his in his dress shirt. You know what I mean? And um, one I'm night for a dick sucking joke. There's no dick sucking here. We're good. I wouldn't <laughs> have brought it up again. Too much for Ron. No dick sucking. <laughs> so, so there was this. <clears throat> we had a policy at the bar where you had to check your jacket, and it was a security right. thing. Yeah. Right. We don't want guys with bunch of dudes in there with big coats on you just never know right so we made everyone check their coat and this big tall guy came in and he had his jacket on and the one doorman goes hey i asked him to check his coat and he he like flat out refused and i you know i tried to stop him and he just walked in and we're like okay okay we'll go deal with this so there was a bunch of us and the one doorman goes over to him and says hey you know i'm gonna have to ask you to check your jacket it's just a security thing here we make everyone check their jacket uh, we'd be happy to put your jacket in the office for you if you want, you know, anything. And he goes, I'm not checking my fucking coat. And the doorman was like, okay. And he like walks back over and he's like, he says he's not checking his fucking coat. Mm. And then another doorman comes over and goes, because there was a bunch of people that had come in. And another doorman comes over and goes, he plays for the Penguins. The Penguins are in town tonight. And we're like, oh, that makes sense. He's six foot six. Like he's fucking huge. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the one, the other doorman comes over and knew his, knew his name. And he's like, yeah, he's a goon for the penguins. He put, he's defensive for the penguins. And we're like, oh, well, we got to get the fuck out of here. And so we go over there and because he's a hockey player, you know, I'm going to fucking just, you know, you want to avoid situations. Sure. So another head doorman goes over, talks to him again. He really got to check your coat. Um, you know, be happy to put it in the VIP section. Tries and he's like, I'm not checking my fucking coat. And he was like a real dick. And he comes back. And so the head doorman's like, okay, well, this guy's got to go. This yeah. guy's not. We don't want this guy in the club. And we're talking about how we're going to do it. And the one manager is there. And I'm, I'm, I'm not a man. I'm just like a new doorman. I'm standing there. I'm like, listen, I'm ready to go. And uh, the one manager is like, well, we should do this, we should do that. And uh, we look down and he kind of pushes this guy. It's like some other guy come up to talk to him and he just like pushed him away. Huh. So we're like, oh, fuck. He's like pushing people now. Yeah. yeah. And so finally, Army Steve, we called him. Army Steve just goes, Army Steve just pulls his gloves out and he goes, I've had enough. And he just walks straight towards him while the whole group of us are standing there with the manager deciding what to do. He just fucking walks across the floor and, and Steve's like, he wasn't as tall as me, so we'll say 5'10". This guy's like 6'6". Six, six. Steve just walks up behind him, steps on the back of his knee and chokes him out, drops him on the ground. Huh. Pulls his arms up behind his back, puts his fucking handcuffs on him and we're just like, holy fuck and we just run over and help we grab him up and he comes to and he's just fucking fighting but steve's got him cuffed because steve had handcuffs and a baton and everything we pick him take him to the door put him up against the wall there's a bunch of us now so he's like you know taken care of he calms down a bunch of the other penguins come over and fucking take the cuffs off him outside get rid of him but yes you just choked him out on the fucking floor good guy nothing he's i'm tired of waiting all this talking (laughs) Yeah, that's my favorite shit. He's like, I'm done talking. We're done with this shit. All this talking. Is he gonna go or not? Like, yeah. And and uh, so we had to, they got him outside and he calmed down and they took the cuffs off him and he stood up. He's like, fuck you, fucking bouncers. Yeah. And we're just inside, like, oh shit, Steve. Like, yeah, you took care of that, I guess. You know, that was the end of the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't do like, that today. Uh, you do yeah, it's just different now. It's just different uh, now. The good old you days. Know? Yeah, everybody. There would be like that would be on Instagram. Everybody, there would be yeah, lawsuits, yeah, and it would be know? all over like all the all the sports pages. Yeah, because yeah. there would be video of it happening. Yeah, ten yeah. videos. Yeah, yeah. Back then, no, didn't hear a word about it. He just, you know, next day he's on a plane to some other city, were, playing another city. Even if he was small name though, like I remember when we bounced. That's that was the only rule there. Like if people are out of hand, just remember nothing in the face, no marks. Right. Don't right, leave right. marks. Kidneys, beautiful. Yeah. Don't hit him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Simple rules. That's so classic. Oh, man. I've heard that story, Scott. I've, I've asked Ron to tell me that story one-on-one again. Yeah. As if I don't know. I'm like, then what happened? <laughs> yeah. Tell it again, Ron. Yeah, tell it again. <laughs> being shocked. Being shocked. The guy was out. The guy was out before, like, we even had time to react. Like, wow. It was, it was so fast, you know? But Steve just wasn't afraid of anybody. He's like, eh, he's just a hockey player. <laughs> like, literally, he was tall until he, he, he was kneeling. He's just a hockey player. Why would you be worried about him? He's just a hockey player. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's all oh, perspective, you know? Exactly. You know? When you've been trained to fight hand-to-hand to the death, you're not yeah. really afraid of an athlete. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. 
This will be fine. <laughs> Whereas like a normal guy would be afraid. He's like, oh, he's big. He's got pretty good cardio. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know no one has great cardio good. when they're asleep. No one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Awesome. Weird episode. I got off track. I loved it. I like getting off track. It's my it. story of my life. life. Okay. <laughs> so uh, here's to running into more fans that are listening to our show in Home Depot yes. parking lots. I think yeah, Ron just wants to that. tell us he was at Home Depot doing man shit. Yeah. yeah. I was. Yeah. What was were you at Home Depot for, by the way? Like, what did you need? I was looking for a dolly, to like a flat square dolly because oh, yeah. we were moving gym equipment around. And we have this really heavy calf raise and we actually crushed our dolly with it. You don't our realize how heavy commercial equipment is until you really try to move it. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. Oh, calf raise with a 500 pound stack on it. Whew. It's like yeah. 700 pound calf raise. Yeah. And we put it on these two dollies and the one dolly in the front just finally just halfway across the floor went. Yeah. Just gave up. I've had that happen in the basement life. gym. Oh, man. <laughs> I yeah. saw your leg press, by the way, Scott. You're not sure what brand that mm-hmm. is, right? No, it's Nautilus. Is it Nautilus for sure? Yeah, okay. The Nautilus I saw, explode. Yes, because I saw another leg press like that, but the person with it didn't know what it was because I had oh. no stickers on it. Oh, okay. And yeah, I told yeah. them it was a Nautilus, so I just double-checking. Yeah, it was like a 90s, I think 90s era. It's spelled X-P-L-O-D-E, explode series. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's different, man. It's... You got to get used to it. It took me like four months to figure it out. I bought it when it was the only leg press I could find, but the angles of it and stuff, the first time I used it, I was like, yeah, I don't know about this thing. And it buried me because Dusty, the thing is, is that not only does the sled come down, but as the sled comes down, it also goes, it also, the bottom comes toward you. So you put your feet really low, like all the way at the bottom of the plate, where if you did that on like a traditional leg press, you'd feel like you'd crush your knees. Uh, But because of the angle, it it works nicely. But you got to have the the, deeper it gets. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But then you also have to have the back adjusted up so that you don't get scooped out of it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that's contrary to what you would think, because a lot of times you you don't think about cranking the back of the leg press all the way up. You know what I mean? You usually have it at a lower setting. So. It's, yeah, it took a while, but the Nautilus leg press over about a four-month period of time, like slowly, showed me its secrets. It's for, it's it's pretty cool. I'm happy I have it. <laughs> there's 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 a certain amount of like there's other gyms where I've gone to the. This is my gym now for a while. Yeah, and there's yeah. this machine. And fuck, I'm not a big fan, but I I know there's a way to find the the good groove. And then you mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Yeah. You figure it out. You know, you're like, I remember doing that with like an arm machine. You're doing it and you're like, that's oh, okay. And then you decide to do it one arm at a time. And you're like, oh, I like this one arm at a time. Yeah. Yep. Like if I sit sideways in the seat and do it, it's like way better. And then you're like, so you find a, a way to make use of it. Yeah. So, you know, especially nowadays when you got to train in your basement, Scott. Yes. Right? Yes. <clears throat> He's not even got to. He, he doesn't want to train anywhere else now. Scott doesn't it's- actually leave his. His mini Cooper stays in the garage for most of his life. Pretty he much have to leave. I got to check to make sure the battery is not dead sometimes. That's it. <laughs> you go fire it up and just let it run for 20 minutes and pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. We can turn her off now. That's oh, funny. That's amazing. That's funny. Okay. Well, thanks for everything. Remember, everybody, like, share, subscribe, comment. Ring the bell. 
I wanted to delay that there one. You go. And you made that's it, good. guys. You made it. You made it all the way through like an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah, that's a, last that's a lot. Crew. Yeah, you guys have it a good is. attention span. It is. It. Yes. Yes. These are the people who put their weights away, Scott. <laughs> no question. No question. Were, these are the people who remember. Oh, I, I forgot. Really? I yeah. put them on there. They, they didn't just come off. That's amazing. Good memory. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're looking at their phone, walking away from the machine pretending that they forget and just hoping that everyone thinks they're distracted. Yeah. That's still what I think most people are doing. I throw mine. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> we didn't match I our guess. microphones up this time, Dusty. No, people really I got wild with that. it. Well, cause Scott never made the corrected me and I'm sitting like way back for some reason today, but I think cause I wanted my shirt to get in. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been better if you brought the mic in a little. I, I dropped the ball on that. But you're good. You still sound all right. Okay. We got okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, all right. All right. So as good as Thanks I very much. Uh, we'll, we'll do this again next week. Remember, everybody, it's just bodybuilding.